Christmas Day. Chuck. Yes. I got a question. You know, someone who's not in the holiday spirit, how do you help someone who's lost their Christmas spirit? What do you do to them? Tell me. You nurse them back to elf. Oh, fuck. I know. You know, I got a question. What's Santa's favorite snack food? Uh, string cheese. Crisp Pringles. Oh, God. Okay. What do you call a broke Santa Claus? I don't know. St. Nicholas. <laughs> what does the Grinch do with a baseball bat? What? Hits a gnome and runs. All right, three more. <laughs> three more? Okay. Why was Santa's little helper depressed? Why? Because they had very low elf esteem. Uh, man, that, that elf pun is really... Uh... <laughs> I know. Okay, this is the last one. All right, last. And it's, it's going to be terrible. Okay, come on. What did the ornament get addicted to Christmas? How did the ornament get addicted to Christmas? How? He was hooked on trees his whole life. All right, let's start the oh, show. Lord. <laughs> Christ the Lord. That was beautiful. Deck the halls with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly. Fa la 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 la. Done we now our gay apparel. Fa la 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 I really can't stay. Chuck, it's hot inside. But I really need to leave. Chuck, where do you think you're going? This drink tastes like a roofie. I put salt in it when you went back to the buffet. (laughs) See, we're going to do our own rendition, folks, next year. Next year, we're going to do our own remake of that song. <laughs> with with all of the old buffet pranks inserted exactly. in. Merry. Merry. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Happy holidays. Christmas Day. To wow. you and yours. Did Santa Cla- did Sandy Claus bring you everything you wanted? Check. Did he check your list twice? Did he, did he find out that you were naughty or, or nice? nice? Oh my gosh, we could keep going with this. But listen, you guys need to get back to your family. Guys and gals. Yeah, a nice, nice tall glass of eggnog. Right. Nice. Anyway, uh, we're going to keep this short and sweet today. Uh, yeah, we, as short and sweet as possible. They, we had another Epic Spencer episode last night. Uh, listener Joe is very excited. And very excited, and he might be a little peeved, but guess what? We love It's you. a bonus episode, and we, we love our well, listeners. We do love our listeners, even, even you, Joe. Yes, immensely. <laughs> Um, yeah, and you know, people got time off of work and school and now you got an extra ninety minutes of us and Spencer. Right. You're you're welcome. Anytime, guys. That's our Christmas present to you. I didn't buy anyone any Christmas gifts. I just said you've got extra podcast, yeah. and that's all you need. Yeah, look, your gift will be in your podcast queue. <laughs> when you see that poke up, you'll be like, "Oh, when you when you re, when you refresh <coughs> when you refresh Spotify." Exactly, you'll be like, "Oh my god!" Oh, okay. And we didn't even have to wrap it. We didn't, but we could. <laughs> hey, yo, what's good? It's time for the holiday season. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah.
the Christmas cheese up, and we're here to say we're doing another podcast in a major way. We got Chuck, we got Jay, and we're sitting in the car. We're going to read some news and do a punching bag. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. If you liked it, please send us an email. Not, not NordicPod Nordic at gmail.com. I can't see how that could possibly be the case, but hey, go ahead and let, hey, it, let us know. Whatever song you liked, we'll do it for you, and I'm not joking. Anyway, we're going to talk a little news. We're going to do a little punching bag, in, and then we're going to get out of your hair. So, yes. Jay, what's in the news, my friend? Okay, Walmart. Walmart's ugly Xmas sweaters just took it to the next level. Now, you're not a Christmas sweater kind of guy. You're not an ugly sweater guy. I've got a little beef with the ugly sweater. Okay, can I hear your beef? I just Is think it medium it... rare? Okay. Well, it better be. Is it... What's that? Woo-goo? What's that? Way-goo. Way-goo. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did you know that... Uh... Oh, man. This... I... Maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um... So what's your beef? Uh, I don't know. I just think it's. I, I I think it's kind of. First off, a lot of companies um, nowadays do uh, t-shirts with ugly sweater patterns. Okay. Which I think is pretty lazy. Screen printed, right? Yeah, okay. yeah. With the uh, ink, silk screen. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna wear a sweater, wear a fucking sweater. Okay. Whoa, folks. He's coming out swinging. Okay. I, I am. I Duck am. and I, weave. I f bombed. Um, no, no. I, I think the original spirit. I just think the original spirit of the ugly sweater has been lost. Like you know, every every like company and product or whatever has an ugly sweater. Whereas I think the original spirit of the ugly sweater was to go to your thrift store or your or what have you or your goodwill and find a legitimate ugly sweater that someone had given away. Right. This ugly sweater was in the holiday spirit. It was purposely made for the holidays. It wasn't necessarily ugly, but it was... Yeah. It was very decorated. So tell, tell us about this ugly sweater. Well, this ugly sweater goes a little Uncle Buck wild, as I like to say. Uncle Buck wild. Okay, if a sweater showing Santa doing lines of coke or getting whipped by Mrs. Claus was on your, quish, uh, your Christmas wish list, well, it just got a little harder to find. So wait, so I, I saw this picture. So he's getting whipped in addition to doing the lines. This one, he's doing coke. Yeah, and there's a, must be another one. I only have the picture of him doing so, cocaina. So that was like, there's no. That it was intentionally supposed to look like him doing coke, right? Like it's not something else. Oh no 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 yeah, because it even says that uh, something about Colombia, oh. you know. And and now supposedly also Columbia is jumping in and saying they were offended by it and they want to sue them. So, well, that's ridiculous. Right. So so the third party um, seller is no longer selling on Walmart. But from what you say, you just told me when oh. I brought this up. So oh yeah, I happen to see um, something along the lines is this con- controversial cocaine Santa Christmas sweater now an Amazon bestseller. After Walmart stops offering. That's awesome that you got that. Why does that not shock me? A controversial, um, more like, (coughs) and of course the high paid writer here at Fox News has to, has to have a funny, funny intro here. Let's hear it. I'm ready to quack, crack lines. More like, more like Santa Escobar. Oh Uh, my God. Oh shit. Dude. Um, the controversial cocaine Santa Christmas sweater, which was pulled from Walmart's Canadian website over its depiction of Santa appearing to do cocaine, is now in it. Should we do a little Robin Quivers real quick? Go ahead. Cocaine. Down to the ground. Cocaine. cocaine. That's a little digression for the Stern fans yes. out there. Cocaina. After after its depiction of Santa appearing to do cocaine is now an Amazon bestseller, and it's perfect for cozy days with your family, according to its current product description. 
fashion. Mm. The now popular crew neck sweater, which Walmart apologized for on its website <coughs> earlier this week, depicts a very bizarre looking Santa Claus holding what appears to be a straw in one hand while standing over a table laid out with snowballs and three lines of something that resembles cocaine. Now, do you want this, Jay? I will get no, this for you. No, from see, now, see this, is, this is something that I have an issue with. Now, I'm a fan of like... There's a website called Middle of Beyond where they just they do like the Evil Dead ugly sweater. Yeah, they yeah. Do the yeah. Twilight Zone ugly sweater. Sure. I'm not a fan of these people who make a shirt that is so <laughs> raunchy. Like, yo, Santa Claus's wife is my bitch. <laughs> you know, like I'm not a fan of that raunch level. Like, give me something little, little interesting. <laughs> something that that I'm a fan of, and some people that I'm friends with are a fan of. It's the funniest, most amazing Xmas sweater in the universe. Buy one, wrote one easily pleased customer named Matt. Nothing says Christmas like Santa Snooters, said Larry Dickman. Where? <laughs> what are you doing? In a five-star review. <laughs> See, Larry yeah. Dickman is right, my friend. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a fan of the raunch level. You know, but I'm a fan of the kitsch level. You know, you're very old school in a lot in in, the, in that way. I want to walk around with a shirt that said "Santa Claus's wife is my bitch." How about no. this? One? How about this one? You want? You want? Right, you want? You want the, the Popeyes pop- chicken one? No, see, I'm not a fan of that one because I think that that's those are the ones you're talking about. Oh, 100. percent I think that that's a screen print one. Yeah, that's not a legit. It's very, it's very corny. Yeah, no. So. What, Whoa, what, what you, 44.95 for what, the Popeyes one. What Ooh. do you guys think? They're expensive. Yeah, uh, that. Ooh. Well, that's that's cheap. The middle beyonds, those are quite pricey. Oh yeah. Yes, very pricey. So, what do you guys think? Are you a fan of the ugly sweater? Are, are you like Chuck? You understand going to the Goodwill and getting the old ones. I mean, I you know I, I listen not to not to play the I was more punk rock than you card, but I mean my my pretty my entire wardrobe pretty much came from the Goodwill in high school. Right, I understand that. But when I went into Spencer Gifts and saw Santa Claus shitting down the chimney, that's not something I'm going to wear. No, no. Isn't that a uh, what do you, what do you call it a uh, what, what are those a, a gross piece of. Decor? No, what were those nativity oh. things we were talking about? Oh, the con... con- Cogeners or whatever? Co- yeah, the Cogeners. <laughs> did anyone buy one? Did did anyone get one under their Christmas tree this year? That's what I want to know. If you have a Cogener, I want you to send us a picture to notnordicpod at gmail.com, and I will send you a prize. Yes. That is that is a new contest. And and the, the prize is still going. Anyone we don't know in America? Maybe, maybe we're not specifying that, because we keep saying we'll send it overseas. Anyone we don't know in the states, <laughs> the continental U.S. is certainly open to participate in this contest. As Brazil, well. come on, we know you're out there. Bru- do, do we need to go? Do we need to go over again? We I'm, can't. I'm, dude. I'm. Uh, I'll, oh, we yeah. can't. Oh yeah, right. <coughs> where's that listener in Chile? Yeah, come on. Where's Where's our United Kingdom fam? Are you a fan of Harmony Corinne? Are you a fan of Sons of Anarchy? You got two pictures signed from him. Two, two. All right, so 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 I, I'll move on. Move on. We we know how we feel about these shirts. Moveon.org. Now I got a I, I got a question to you. Do you like to smell good? More so than I used to. Okay, <laughs> what's your stench of choice, of positivity? That's what I call cologne. Oh, stench um, of choice of positivity. What is a- your aqua de gia? Okay. Were you ever an axe man? And I ain't talking lumber. Uh, yeah. When I when I uh, when I rode crew in high school, I'd have a little axe thing in my gym bag. When, okay. You know, just just for for emergencies. Now, did you hear about this story about on the bus 
15 students 15 students suffer mild respiratory irritation it's that shit is very allergenic that that does not surprise me it was a unified command decision to call out secondary bus to be dispatched to pick up the the stranded kids all students were triaged and prioritized according to their initial complaint about half of them were treated for mild sure respiratory word, irritation. I'm sure that's a word wife of the show Melissa can define for us. Yeah, she, uh, she actually did that one time. It was pretty... Triaged? Yeah, she triaged somebody. I, I mean, it's just it's just seeing, like, who's priority. That's, that's exactly what it says. So you go to somebody, you take a look at their vital signs. Are they coherent? Are they there? Oh, well, you know what I mean? Stuff well, look like at that. you. I, I learn something new every day. Well, thank you to wife of the show. Melissa. Melissa. Hope you enjoyed your presence. You know. That one piece of coal in your stocking. I went buck wild. Uncle buck wild. But um, <laughs> some people were saying that it doesn't bother them. Uh, Axe doesn't bother with these uh, subsidies. It says in the article, boom in your face. That's what they say. They say that people don't mind it, but that their catchphrase is boom in your face. Does it ever depress you that the, 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 the written word is becoming nearly extinct? But for some reason, someone got paid to write boom in your face in that article. Well, someone died in England when they sprayed too much uh, too much axe in a small bathroom in 2012. Really? You know, Jeez. <laughs> there was a guy, I don't want to name any names, <coughs> my last job where I sold uh, uh, tickets... Okay. Uh, there was a guy that sat next to me that was quite fond of his axe body spray, and if he had enough on, and I, I could feel my throat start to narrow a little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah that stuff is really awful. <laughs> that is very interesting. Yeah, you, you're not feeling that when you got the curve going. Are you? We ever try curve? I, I yeah, I I had a curve. I went through a curve period. No, someone someone uh, stench shamed me one time. I was stench shamed. Wow. I was wearing curve and they were like, Are you wearing curve? And I was like, Yeah. And he said, That's for kids. And I was like, Okay. Did you tell him this is a safe stench space? <laughs> <laughs> I should have. This is, this is a safe stench space and retreat to over there yeah. because I need, <laughs> you know. This is my stench aura and you're you're coming into it. <laughs> you're violating <laughs> my stench, my circle of stench. <laughs> Positive, but it's but it's positive. Stench. Remember that for the for the episode title, <laughs> "Circle of Stench." <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that people 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 have their own sense. I know some people like patchouli. Some people like cologne. What's your scent of choice out there? I know I'm I'm asking everybody. I know you're busy on Christmas, but if you got the time, patchouli is the fucking worst. Let man. me know your stench choice, please. You know what's bad too is incense. Like all I smell when I smell incense is somebody trying dude, to cover up. Dude, weed. fucking myrrh. Do you ever smell myrrh? No. Frankincense? Fuck that. All right. Move no, on. It's the holiday season. You said, fr- all right, whatever. Does gold smell? <laughs> incense, frankincense, myrrh? It's gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But it was incense. No, man. Oh, okay. That's why I didn't understand why you went there. <laughs> gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Yeah. Oaks. Which is like, if you got three pa- if you got three gifts from people and you were like, oh, shit, you got me some gold. And then somebody was like, oh, thanks for the frankincense. Thanks for the myrrh. Yeah. <laughs> which myrrh, pre- dur, you know. Which, which present would you be most excited about? That's true. Fucking cheap ass. Two of the wise men were cheap as shit. Oh, damn. This is this is Chuck's stand-up act. Here we go. I'm workshopping material, oh, okay. bro. <laughs> no, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for you to go for it. No, man. That was off the dome. Oh, damn, folks. We're listening to him workshop the material as we speak right now, Christmas morning. I need to hit some open mics. Yeah, you do. Okay. What do you feel about 
animals in the wild killing each other. You know, these things happen. Animal right? on animal crime, you know what I mean? I mean, if we could keep it to a minimum, you know, if the animal, <laughs> if the animals can love each other. Oh, my gosh. Well, I, yeah, I think that's what's going on here. Did you hear about the octopus that was trying to drown the bald eagle and eat it? This sounds like the setup to a really bad joke. No, it's real. Both oct- animals. All right, let me, let me, let me process this. Okay, well, both animals the survived. The octopus was trying to drown a bald eagle right. and eat it. Sounds like that video game Rampage. Okay, maybe. <laughs> or 20,000 Leagues Under the Seagull. Oh, damn. If it was a seagull, oh, dude, that would have been so good. Uh, as a, that, It would have been a good headline. Guys, you're here with my material now. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? You stand up, man. <laughs> yeah. And I'd say, guys, imagine if that bald eagle was a seagull. 20,000 Leagues Under the... Okay. And then you rhymed and... Oh, shit. I know, I know. <laughs> Oh, now, man, we're, we didn't get enough sleep last night waiting for Santa Claus. I know. We're, I was we're, up, we're a little silly. I was listening to the jingle bells on the rooftop, and I was like, Santa! <laughs> Screaming. Wife of the show said, shut up. So Then you asked Bernice if she was excited for Christmas. Again. <laughs> the problem the problem I have with this is if you see something in the wild happening, you got to let it go. There's a lot of people who dive into the water to save like a dying shark or dive in the water to save a dolphin. or Like know, George Costanza. Well, no, I mean, that was Kramer's fault because he got the golf ball in right, a blowhole. Right. That's yeah, understandable. Yeah. Titleist. Right. But I have, I do have an issue with people intervening with natural selection when it comes to animals and things that happen in the wild. When a bear is being a bear and killing a deer, I don't want to see a guy come up and try and kill the bear because it's killing a deer. No, that's true. It's, it's really none of our business. I, I agree with that. Yeah, sure. Did you ever have a moment where you saw something that really um, bothered you, like an animal-on-animal animal crime? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I do have I do have something that happened to me when I was a kid that was very detrimental that I had no idea would ever happen. Yeah, I think I saw like a like a like a a bird like the dog had gotten hit by a car and a bird was kind of going at his insides or something. It so was, it was dead already. Yeah, it was pretty upsetting. Okay, I saw two ducks drown another duck. Whoa! I never thought I would see that in my life. I was at this place in South Jersey called Birch Grove Park. Two ducks were pinning the duck down underwater, holding its head underwater. And they actually drowned it. And I tried to go. That's in, fucked up. I tried to go into the water to save it. So I start walking in in all my clothes, and I try to walk out. And they keep bringing the duck into the middle of the water and just drowning it. And oh, then it fuck. died. Did, 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 wow, shit. Yeah. But see, but see, I went to go intervene, and as I'm doing it, I'm like, I don't. I was like, I am just so moved with emotion because of this. I don't know. It was very detrimental. I wonder to me, what I that duck did. I wonder. I wonder why they had beef, dude. He was probably going quackers. So all right. So Jesus, I really teed that one right so, for you. Holy <coughs> shit! I I just don't agree with these people intervening and inter- intervening and saying that they're heroes. They're like, we saved the eagle. We we're heroes. We did the we did a, we did the right thing. But they also took food away from this octopus if it was going to eat it. So somebody intervened in the octopus bald eagle fight. Yes. Huh. These two, these two, uh, these British Columbia somewhere up in Canada, they they separated them. They kept pulling the octopus off and yanking them off the bird, and the bird swam to shore and you know, you know, caught its breath and then flew off. That's so weird. I don't agree with it though. No, let them be. Exactly. I don't know. I mean, bald eagles aren't even endangered anymore. Says you. Says I think the government really. I think so. Yeah. I really thought that they were still. Maybe I'm wrong. I, oh, right, I don't know. 
write in notnordicpod at gmail.com. Let us know what's endangered. Give us an endangered species list. Yeah, I mean, what's not, what's endangered, what's not endangered. What can Chuck run over with his car when he sees it in the middle of the road? What's allowed? Anything. I mean, really? Oh, damn. Who do we have? A, well, who do we have a truce with? It's, it's still <laughs> the Bravo. Big, oh, still, wow. St- Another Seinfeld reference. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> Thank you very much. We know what he got for Christmas. Seinfeld box set. <laughs> Season one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have an understanding. <laughs> All right. Now, you're a punk rock ledge, right? No. Okay. You know what a punk rock ledge is, right? Sure. It, okay. Name... What in your mind is a punk rock legend? Name three. Name three? Yes, punk rock legends. Uh, <coughs> Joe Ramone. Okay. That's a good one. Uh, Joe Strummer. Okay. And Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins, okay. <laughs> now, did you hear about one of those punk rock legends singing with Cindy Lauper? You know, I had heard about this, and really? I thought about flagging this story for my news segment, uh, so I'm glad that you did. Okay. Do you want me to play a little bit of it? I, I would like to hear it, yeah, and this this was a, a benefit show of some sort. If right. I it's called Lopper's Home for the Holiday, and it's uh, what she does it every Christmas or something like that. I'm going to try and fast forward it till they start playing, because as the punk rock, punk rock legend likes to do, loves to yap about horse junk. Hey, I, I I I paid to hear him rap for a whole for a whole hour one time. Nice. He actually knows the words to "Rise Above." Yes, I'm impressed. I think she's reading. And your stop us. Well. Okay, well, I mean, I think that's pretty awesome. I think it's sick. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Time after time, you know, girls just want to have what? I mean, they could have done a Cindy Lauper song, but they did a Black Flag song, and that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's. I think that's pretty dope. I, I have a lot of respect for her because even when she, um, when she tried to reinvent her songs, like when she tried to redo Time After Time, yeah. she said this is the original way it was supposed to be. It was more calm, and there wasn't that. That high part. When you're lost, and you will, and you will find me. It was like sung a different way, and she tried it. Yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, she's she's. Uh, my barometer for a lot of celebrities is whether or not I enjoy them as a guest on Stern, and I've I've I always enjoyed when Cindy Lauper was on. That's fair enough. I, I I can see that. She's got a really good voice, and it's it's very you know I I forget if I was talking about I don't remember if I was talking about this with you or with somebody else, and whether or not it was on the podcast or not. Okay. But I'm always fascinated by people whose voice sounds entirely different when they're singing as to when they're talking. Like a lot of people that are like the like British and stuff like that. Well, yeah, like I mean, when she she's like, "Hey, Howard, how how you doing?" You know, she's got a super like, and then it, her super New York accent goes away. You know, when she's uh. When she's singing, you know the the one I always come back to with that is uh, uh, Jason from Kid Dynamite. Yeah, like when he's just talking, he's like, "Oh, hello," and then when he gets on stage, he's like, I, "I don't know. I find I find that interesting." Okay, that was a very good impression of him. I love that song. What was that song called? Whoa. Man, I can't even I can't even woe like him. Man. I know that's gonna be hard as shit. <laughs> yes, I don't know how he I don't know how he did that for a half hour every night for however two years or however long they were together. Well, he did it. 
and it was a success. Now I have, I do have another thing, but we can talk about this in the break. Well, that's my news, guys. What do you think? I mean, Let us know. I mean, at not Nordic Pod at, at gmail.com. Dot boobs, dude. How dare you? You're so raunchy. <laughs> I think you're the raunchy one, bro. Dude. Yeah, I I think. Who would you like to see team up? What old school people? What what about Debbie Harry and uh, I don't know um, French Stewart? You know what I'm saying? Debbie Harry and uh, Ian Stewart. No. <laughs> French Stewart from uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Ian Stewart from. <laughs> Well, okay, <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Debbie Harry and um, uh, the dude from Nossum that we talked about in our first episode. I don't even know who that is. Burzum, you mean? Burzum, that's it. Oh, okay. Uh, the Nossum was that other band, and the dude died in that, um, oh, the fucking, uh, the tsunami in the Philippines. It was, okay. really, it was really fucked up. Sad. Anyway, I'm going I'm to shut up now. Okay. All right, so we will be back. And uh, we're, we're going to do punching bags. And then we're going to say, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. See, I was going to say, Merry Christmas to all, and to all, all a good, good night. Christmas punching bags. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna do a round of RPS, rock paper scissors. Okay. Uh, winner can choose to go first or defer. Okay. And here Ready? we go. Rock paper scissors shoot. <laughs> Jay <laughs> wins. Jay, <laughs> just just to catch the audience up. Jay threw rock. I threw scissors. Okay. So there, there that goes. Chuck, I will defer to you. You're allowed to go. For, defer. You're allowed. Oh, thanks. Okay, so we're going to talk about uh, All in the Family, uh, the the draft dodger. Um, So this was season seven, I think. Okay. Yeah, I believe it is. Uh, so a, a later season, but not not before the whole show fell apart, didn't? So I think Edith died in the last season. Did and she? I think so. Yeah, and it just I think Archie bought a bar, and I think it pretty much just became a totally different show in the last season. I thought that there was a kid that was introduced. There was like a little. Kid the, I that think was... that happened too. Okay. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I guess first we'll <coughs> we'll, we'll do what we usually do. What um. What, what what attracted you to this? It was Christmas morning. I was sitting there. My you know my mom was making breakfast, and I was just flipping through the TV. And I'm sure that I saw a Christmas story a million times. And I was just flipping through to see what else was on. And this episode was just starting, so I watched it. And it really, my grandpa was this kind of guy. You know, he was very you know, 
stuck in his ways, believed and you know, same, same yeah, with believed mine, the same yeah. kind of things, you know. And I just remember seeing it, and at the end, I just remember sobbing, like it really, really hit me hard. Just watching this, my I wow. Remember, I remember my mom coming in and saying, you know, uh, you know, what's going on? And I was just like, I don't know. I'm just watching this, and it just reminds me of Grandpa, and you know. This whole story is just very emotional. And she was like, no, you're sad about something else. I'm like, no, I'm watching this, and this is very sad. This is very powerful, I feel. So I just I just, I just, just don't think that, you know, the power of this episode is lost. And because Archie is seen as such a controversial figure, you know. Yeah. I think that. I'm sorry, I just, uh, I just found something. Uh, do you know what live in front of a studio audience is? I heard, I heard about it. Jimmy Kimmel just just started doing that. Apparently, just to, uh, just last week on the eighteenth, they did a, a live recreation of this very. Are ep- you serious? Of, of this very episode. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um, Archie played by Woody Harrelson. <coughs> uh, Pinky played by Kevin Bacon. Edith is Marissa Tomei. Um, Mike, uh, the the draft dodger, David Brewster, played by Jesse Eisenberg. Mike, played by Ike Barinholtz. And Gloria, played by Ellie Kemper. Wow. Is there is there somewhere to watch this? Because I feel like i got to watch this later. Yeah, I feel like i got to watch this, too. I am very um, kind of excited, honestly, because I had no idea they were doing this. This is something that meant a lot to me so long ago, and I just wanted to... Yeah, here's some... Here's some pictures. There he is with the the squirting Santa. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, okay, so yeah, so <laughs> there you go. There's apparently uh, I could I could have just watched the new version of this. Wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, Archie, uh, I is Archie a World War Two veteran? Is that is that the? the I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure. So you you're not even really familiar with like the background of this show. I mean, I have I. I at one point, I did watch it, you know, every day when it was in reruns. Yeah. But then it's it's one of those shows where you can you can you can like float in and float out. Like oh I, yeah. I would watch it a little bit, and I just remember his favorite thing to say was "stifle." You know what I mean? Right. So I remember I used to say that for a little bit, but then that you know faded away. But yeah, I wasn't a super fan, but I was a fair weather fan. So yeah, <laughs> so obviously Archie. Yeah, World War II veteran. Okay. Archie longs for better times when people sharing his viewpoint were in charge. Um, so, yeah, it's Christmas dinner. Archie is very excited to hang out with his friend Pinky, whose son died in Vietnam. Uh, he wants to give Pinky a gag gift. Right. Uh, Santa that uh, squirts you if you squeeze the... Uh, the tie. Yeah. And, uh, of course, he ends up getting squirted by it a couple of times. Um, so... His son-in-law, Mike, um, who's married to his beloved daughter, um, his friend shows up at the door who's been living in Canada for a while because he was um, dodging the via, the uh, draft. And um, so they all they all have dinner, and eventually Archie figures out that David is a draft dodger. He goes to kick him out, and the, the climactic moment is when his friend Pinky um, sort of puts his foot down and says... 
Um, you know, I wanted to, you know, my son died in Vietnam because he did what he thought he had to do. And this gentleman, David, did what he thought he had to do. And I want to sit and have a conversation with him. And Archie, right. uh, while still clearly uncomfortable with the whole thing, <coughs> uh, you know, tells them all to sit down and eat dinner. And then, you know, uh, tells some carolers to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Yeah, I mean, you know, the, I was just reading uh, about the uh, the new um, uh, the the live reenactment of it. You know, obviously, some things that Archie says wouldn't fly today. I believe he says the uh, the sea slang term for uh, for Asian folks at at one point in the uh, yeah. in the episode. Um, I think that the, I don't know. I think the sort of high wire act that this show always sort of. Um, the always sort of juggled was uh, the notion that despite the fact that he was, you know, stuck in his ways and, you know, frankly, pretty racist, like that Archie was sort of good at his core. Like, and, you know, I think that trying to portray that was very important to the show working, you know? Exactly. Like, Like, ultimately... I mean, if he was just a jerk-off, like an unrepentant jerk-off, then the show probably wouldn't have worked the way it did and, you know, become such a popular show that lasted for almost ten years. No, I agree. And, um... So, yeah, so it was good in that respect. You know, him and uh, him and the draft dodger do not become best friends, but as uh, he gets prompted to sort of see things in a different way and becomes at least accepting enough of him to share a Christmas meal with him. No, yeah, and, and the thing the thing I notice is that, you know, his, all of his anger and all of his passion is, you know, his best friend lost his son, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, he's, and he, he sees this, he sees Michael's, you know, friend as kind of like an enemy, someone who is the reason why his son, his best friend's son died, Pinky's son died, you know? And, well, yeah, and it's, there's, there's just, I mean, it, it comes from... It, it's tough to explain because it's so it's so relevant now too like it's his pride at being american and right. everything that that entails is not necessarily meant to be exclusionary or you know mean even though it can come off that way right i you got know, you you know what i mean like it's <laughs> I don't know. This is it's just in the in the current age that we live in, where there's such like a a sharp divide between like, yeah, well, if you don't like America, then leave. leave and, right, yeah. You know, and, and you know, it's it's it, I don't know. It's, it's it it makes this show even more interesting in retrospect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like because well, they, he also had you know his son his son-in-law who was like the combatant. You know. The, the pole like we said earlier like the polar opposites yeah you know like oh you believe you believe this way you know you're pig headed and you believe this way because you're you're a beatnik you know what I mean and that well, was the constant combat yeah right and it, you know it it, it it sort of became well my daughter loves this guy so I, I at least accept him right right and it's it's you, you wonder if there aren't people like Archie Bunker who lacked that at least basic acceptance, you know what I mean? Which I think was such an important part of the character, you know? Right. Like, he wouldn't... The the character itself never wholesale changed, but, you know, he was willing to uh, sort of look at any individual situation and maybe go a little bit against, you know, his, his staunch morals. Um, That's fair. Yeah, so, I mean, look... <laughs> 
It's you know, it's a classic show. It's a beloved show. I mean, you know, <coughs> sitcoms as they as they existed then are like you know, it's always going to look a little dated just because the for because oh, yeah. the format is now you know like, I mean, there's no shows that end with an audience clapping anymore. <laughs> I thought that the audience was really uncomfortable. During oh that. oh yeah. Did yeah. you notice that too? Yeah. Like they're laughing at things that they really shouldn't laugh at, and they're. Yeah, and it was you know that's the <laughs> that but that I kind of like that because that scene when he's yelling, you know, and they actually had you see they had to re-edit that scene, they had to, they had to bleep him, but they, they yeah voice they voiced up because he said uh, GD. Yeah, he did say GD. So so yeah, it was almost like a and that's another tradition that we could get into another time, which is like the the quote unquote like very special episode. Of sitcoms, like right. probably the bizarrest one is. Uh, did you ever see the different strokes where, uh, um, uh, what's his head, Arnold's friends getting touched oh, by, by the guy the who owns bike. the bike shop? Yeah, no, I never saw Man, that. Man, that's a strange episode. Or <laughs> <coughs> that episode of Full House where uh, Stephanie's friends getting beat by the. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess this isn't quite as heavy as those, but I mean, it's right. you know, it's 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 addressing. Well, I mean, look, MASH was a show that took place in Vietnam. It was ostensibly a comedy, so, I mean, it's... Yeah, and the theme song was Suicide is Painless. That's true, so, yeah. So, jeez louise. So, yeah, so this was, uh, you know, this, this, was, this was a good episode. I enjoyed nice. it. Yeah. Cool. What would you give it, bro? Uh, well, you know, it's, it's, tough to, it's tough to grade a single episode of a show that lasted, uh, I'll say... I know it was what twenty five minutes long. Yeah, six six and a half Viking Viking swords. So you wouldn't watch it again. I mean, if I was watching the whole show, you know. Oh, okay. But Fair enough. I, I mean, I I don't watch a lot of All in the Family, so it's just yeah, me either. Yeah. So I th- I thought that was very uh, you know it's a it's Christmas related. It is, and it's, it's, so. it's yeah, it's it, it, it's and it, it attacked it attacked Christmas from a different angle than a lot of Christmas things, and it it ended up being a very you know a very pro. Uh, inclusiveness, uh, you know, all the all the all the good, the things that are supposed to be good about the holiday. And look know? what happened, Jimmy I'm, Kimmel just redid it. I'm so. gonna bump it up to seven. Oh wow! What, what do you think of that? I do like that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, talking about it. I I got a little more psyched on it. I bumped it up to seven. Nice, that's awesome, man. So, are you done? Yeah, yeah. Are you done? Is I'm, it my turn? Your turn, Sonny? My, oh, my, my, my turn. Okay, so I have the ref. The ref. Starring Den- Dennis Leary. Dennis Leary, no cure for cancer. Uh, yes. Um, Kevin Spacey. Uh, 1994. 94. Okay, here's my little synop. Okay, ready? A thief gets booby-trapped while stealing. He kidnaps a family when his getaway guy flees. Little does he know that their dysfunction will cause more drama in both of their lives. Will he get away? Will the family stability be okay? That's it. That's so, all I got. So yeah. So he the he, end. He two ro- sort e. No, I'm joking. He robs someone's <coughs> house, right? Right. Yeah, and he he ends up. He says a wily ab- coyote. He gets a ab- <laughs> he gets abandoned, and he has to hide from the cops at this other family's house. Correct. Yeah, that's. Well, yeah. What happens was he he kidnaps the wife. Right. Right. Right in the store, which actually has. A VHS rental thing in it. Did you notice that? No. They walk through the front door, and right when they walk through the door to the right, there's all these VHS. The wife who looks like but is not Annette Bening. Yeah, who is that? I don't, I don't know. I don't think I recognized oh, her. Okay. Well, I got to tell you this. This movie was awesome. Yeah, it's good, right? You know, I, 
I think I've seen it, you know... A few times. I've seen it, but... I No, I think I've only watched it once or twice, yeah. But I've never really gave it a chance like I did this time. I'm glad. Dude, this movie... It's really good. Right off right off the beginning, you get a... I get an amazing Christmas feel. Yeah. Like, I'm talking... I'm talking straight, like, Home Alone feel. The way, the way it was directed was awesome. Like, it really gives you that warm, kind of like, this is going to be an awesome event... You know, we get a little John Connor with the computer breaking into the house. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Dennis Leary, holy crap, great acting. Yeah, yeah. I don't, know, I don't know why he couldn't. You know, he he had that run where he was in this and he was in uh, Demolition Man. Demolition Man. He mm. was in uh, Sandlot. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. He had a little run in the early nineties. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, Dennis Leary was great. Kevin Spacey was great. The wife was great. I don't know, man. <sighs> She's Australian. I just learned that. The, so the whole movie, Dennis Leary is trying to meet up with his getaway guy who got away, obviously, when the alarm went off at the house that he was trying to rob. Yeah. So he goes to this family's house after he kidnaps him in a store, and he keeps calling He keeps calling all the bars around the area trying to find the guy, and he finally right, finds him. Right. So he tells him to seal a boat because now there's a curfew, and you know they're going to be going house to house to check for... The, the robber. Yeah, it's like a it's like a um, an upper class neighborhood. Yes. It's like in a harbor or something. Yeah. Now Kevin Spacey and his wife are having marital issues, oh, major yeah. marital issues. Yeah, they're 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 pretty uh, they're pretty at each other's throats. Right. So the whole time is they're fighting as Dennis Lear's holding him captive, and what ends up happening as he starts to change the outlook. You know, he calls them out. You know, he goes to the wife and says, "You know, you're a liar." Right? What, what was what was that about? What did he? What was um? He has her has her on the ground and he's like, "You're a liar, aren't you?" And puts the gun to her face. And she yeah. Says, yes. Then he goes to Kevin Spacey, and earlier in the movie, she he had cheated, a, right? Wasn't it? He runs Wasn't a stop. Thing? Yeah, but I don't think that's why he called her a liar. Yeah. But then he runs a stop sign and he says that he's a liar. So he starts breaking them apart and breaking down all their issues and they start to realize. So he actually becomes like their therapist in some kind of way. So or that's their ref. Right. So will. that's where the name comes from, the ref. So I would have to say that my favorite scene in this whole movie was the dinner scene. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I have a clip from it and I'm going to play it. Let's hear it. Right now. What we're having is a traditional Scandinavian Christmas feast. (laughs) We have roast suckling pig, fresh baked kringlores with a honey pecan dipping sauce, seven-day-old lootfish, and lamb gookins. (laughs) What you're wearing on your heads are called Lucia wreaths. With the the candles. candles. A brave and noble woman I admire very much. A woman whose beliefs were so strong, they rendered her inflammable. As the story goes, Lucia was engaged to be married, and instead of giving her diary to her in-laws, she gave it to the poor people of the village. Her husband-to-be, thinking she was out of her mind, (laughs) betrayed her to the Romans as a Christian, and they condemned her to burn at the stake. But although she was surrounded by flames, she would not yeah. <laughs> and they had to stab her with a sword. My God. Is this a Christmas story? I Who love that cares? <laughs> My forehead is blistering. Yeah, so that... <laughs> Who so cares? I'm so, My forehead is blistering. I'm sorry that was so long, but yeah, that... 
And I apologize that I just went Uncle Buck Wild again and just went right into it in my review. I, I forgot to ask Chuck about it. Oh, about uh, your connection with it. I, I apologize. Don't, like, I don't. I don't have like a. This isn't something I have a specific <laughs> story about. It's just. Okay. Uh, yeah, years ago, uh, uh, listener and friend of the show, Chris, who we'll, we'll need to have on the show soon, uh, said that this was an underrated Christmas movie, and because uh, I was, I, I'm always looking for new Christmas stuff to yeah. watch. So, yo, uh, Chris is dead on, man. I would definitely, if I, if I, I think I would put this in my Christmas playlist, honestly. Yeah, this movie was excellent. I suggest it to all you fans out there. If you've seen it. Let us know, notnordicpod at gmail.com. Yeah, well, uh, let's let's talk about it. Send us an email and tell us why Dennis Leary didn't become a bigger movie star. Yeah, I, I actually liked him in Rescue Me, to be honest with you. Yeah, that that uh, we could talk. We can have a long conversation about that show sometime if you want. Well, we can't have it now because you guys, get off the couch, get out of your car, get inside, and start holiday seasoning it up. Yeah, I season mean, that steak, season them carrots. Yeah, have your uh, have your leftover fish from last night. If your you, loot if, fish. If you, I don't even know what that is. Do uh, you? Oh, by the way, I'd give this a ten. A ten, ten diamond encrusted some, battle axes. Diamond sorry. Yo, <laughs> I'll get ten, it. One, I'll get it one of these days. Yeah, ten diamond encrusted battle axes. I'm not joking. No lie, this movie, top to bottom, left to right. Amazing. Up and down, up and down, straight up and down. Right, straight up. Now tell me, do you really want to watch this forever? Uh, Oh, oh, yes. Step by step, day by day. How dare you? (laughs) So you would watch. (laughs) So you will be watching this again. I would be watching this again, and I would definitely suggest it to wife of the show to watch it with me. It was awesome. Excellent, excellent. I'm, I'm glad. Now, uh, oh crap! I forgot to tell you, there was no catering. No catering. No catering. No craft services. No chef. Wow. Dennis Leary did not have an assistant, and a dog wrangler, Rick Parker, got a thanks, but the, none of the catering. Man. And there was a raging slab poster. That's a band, and I have no idea what they sound like, but the poster was up there. And can, can we find some raging slab real okay. quick before we call it? We call it a day. Here? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I I should have I, I should have had that all. Oh boy, they look like beatniks. Here we go, Raging Slab. I played bass in Raging Slab briefly. Did you? Oh yeah. Oh, I see it says with Gary Coleman. Do what now? Yeah, so here we go. Now oh, here we go, folks. Raging Slab. W and B. Oh, snap. Okay. The singer... Whoa. Dude, the singer looks like someone who's, like, mining for gold. Oh, there's Gary Coleman. He's got the dude from uh, Leonard Skinner's hat on. Okay. Okay, I would I would compare it to the Black Crows. Yeah. A la 
Yeah, he, he really had that early 90s facial hair, too, huh? Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. Raging Slab, check him out. Raging Slab. If anybody from Raging Slab is on their break, <laughs> is on their break at Denny's right now, give us an email. Dude, Raging Slab fans are going to be pissed. I made that joke before about the, what was that band from uh, Brain Scan? Oh, yeah, that was messed up. Alcohol Funny Car. Alcohol Funny Car. Oof. A little callback from like six months ago. Nice. That's how, that's how I do. So, uh, what, do you have a, 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 a visual punching bag? Oh, I do. It's a uh, kitty until the end making of. Oh, sick, dude. So, it's a combined effort there. <laughs> okay. Is that for real? Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. So, enjoy. Oh, that's excellent. And, oh, well. and, and see, I'm a kind guy because you can find that on YouTube. Makine? Makine guy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so you got one for four me? Rooms. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll four go, rooms. Oh, yeah, four rooms. We'll go back yeah. to that. We'll okay, go back nice. to that. And so, uh, yeah, so that'll be uh, sometime in the new the new year, the new the new decade. Get your specs on. It's 2020, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. I know. All right, then. Uh, so Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, seriously. Seriously, um, thank you so much for. Are you what, are you mimicking me? No, <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> no, it's, it honestly was a great year. This is this was awesome. I was so happy to do this with Chuck. I look forward to these Wednesdays and yeah to, to be able to do this. So yeah, it's it's uh you know I I think there was some. It's funny. I was looking back on it and I was thinking about how like uh the first six or seven. Of these were like I, I consider them practice at this point. Oh, yeah, I, I think I think we didn't start finding our voice until we re- actually started doing it weekly. Right. And um, I'm really proud of how far we've come. And um, you know, you like a good I, system down. Like I said, I don't. Um, I, I just I we make ourselves laugh, uh, you know, and sometimes offend each other. <laughs> and, yeah. And if if we can make anybody else laugh or. You know, podcasts mean a lot to me personally. Um, they've they've helped me through a lot of uh, uh, long work days. So, if there's anybody that we help you through your work day, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, shout out to everyone that you know wrote in. You know, this year. Yeah, Joe, Joe, you know, TJ, Chris, Greg, Beth, pa- Justin, Melissa, Justin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a. Uh... We have a few, and if we forgot you, please. Sorry, write in again, and then and then sometimes yeah, we'll we'll give you your props. Yeah, we're, we're you know we're gonna play we're gonna we're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons this coming year. Oh hell so yeah, we can, we're gonna we give can it, talk gonna about that. Yeah. I never even talked about the Misfits show. Jeez, I know. Well, hey, maybe we can talk about it on our New Year episode. We we ain't got time, bro. I'm clicking my wrist. You hear that? What's the <laughs> what's that song? What are you doing, New Year's? We're doing a podcast, bro. We're not we're not taking New Year's Day off. Oh hell yeah. Hell no. All right, y'all. Enjoy boy. the rest of your Christmas. Seriously. Th- thanks to each and every one of you. Yes, thank you for checking it out. And uh, just remember we're not Nordic. Dick!